I was thinking today, how long gone LP2 uh, produced by Kid Harpoon? I'm going to go ahead and book out some time at Electric Lady. Just kind of feel it out. Who the hell is Kid Harpoon? I need to know this. Uh, he's the guy who it, did all the Harry, good, the good Harry songs as well as the new Maggie Rogers song that is definitely going to be a hit and also sounds a little bit like pink as you pointed out <laughs> it's, it's it's a good song it seems it seems weird for maggie rogers though I, I like her as a crooner not as a whatever pink is i i i think it's a i think it's a necessary evolution i think that you know it, it's it's a little bit of a smacker, a little more confidence, you know? I don't know. I've never heard anyone refer to a song as a smacker. That's new. Is this an old uh, old thing for you, or do you just invent this right now, Chris? Uh, actually, I just invented it right now. I Sometimes, Jason, when I'm not thinking... That's really cool. When I'm not thinking, that's kind of when the best stuff happens. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't think, just do. You know, the, the body will do it for you, your muscle memory, and, and that's how good you are at improvisation now. Not, no, that's right. With the- you don't have to think about You've become what, maybe top because of me, top ten, top top twenty in the country. I haven't even spent a dollar on classes. Uh, I've never hung out with any uh, comedians in real life. Thank God. Today is um, the second day of Pride Month. It's a big day over there for you in in West Hollywood. Not so much in Glendale, if you can believe that. How mm. has the vibe in the neighborhood shifted? I haven't seen anything um, offline that is leading me to believe that it is Pride Month, but online... Nothing out of office. No, but thanks to all the great brands like Coach, you know, I'm very aware that Pride is, is happening and this new style of tweet that's happening, which I'm sure you've seen. <laughs> Gay people don't buy Coach, right? Mm, I think Coach would like gay people to buy it by the amount of money they're spending. <laughs> I I don't know necessarily what what the actual P, you know the P and L is. There's all these tweets that are that are going around. That are at, one or two of them are actually pretty funny. Oh, I know what you're talking about. As as a baby queer figuring it all out, I made doubtful aesthetic choices, struggle with reliability, and even tended towards spontaneous explosion. That's why this Pride Month, I'm partnering with Tesla. Right. That's one of the. That's the worst one that I've read out of all of them. But the best it, one is Home Depot. The original one is a Home Depot. Yeah, that one is the best one. And and just like everything on the internet, a person of color will invent the funniest one, and then white bitches all across America will take it and rewrite it into their own little. Fun parameters. Every every um, holiday, um, whether it's created by Hallmark or uh, created for the LBGTQ plus uh, community, is instantly rendered corny by the people that choose to participate online. Mm. And if 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 you and I went to the Tom of Finland fucking party, that would be lit. And and you say you didn't you didn't say the fucking party. You said the the party where fucking is the is the draw. You weren't just using normal colloquialism slang. No, no, of course not. I just mean that if if I'm, I would much rather go to a um, Tom of Finland uh, daddy party. Mm-hmm. I would much rather go to that than read 150 tweets uh, a day that are trying to be funny. Is it more brands or is it just the internet in general 
that have sort of taken the wind out of the sails of the ferry to to Fire Island. I don't want to. I don't want to speak for the community, but I do think that the. Um, I think I think you're an honorary member at this point. I think that it's probably it's like anything else. The brands start it. I mean, you saw the Marines. It's so fire. The Marines post the helmet. I did not see the Marines. Oh, the Marines posted a helmet with with um g- like pro- gay flag bullets. Oh, sh- I th- I honestly <laughs> thought that that no, that's, that's real. something no, that that's somebody real. photoshopped in terms. It, no, unfortunately, wow. unfortunately, I thought that was like uh like subversive art about school shootings about like no, we're making no. the bullets look like crayons because people only use guns at schools. Unfortunately, that's real. Uh, and and unfortunately, the rumor that Surgeon Stevens converted to Islam is not real. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of reeling from that one. But yeah, uh, so it's it's stuff like that. And I I think that the the major gripe uh from the community is that you know it's like hey bitch like there's 11 other months mm-hmm. what's going on um but i also think that if you're if you're in the influencer space you're cashing the fuck in this month baby i sure am i sure am you know so and and there's no if ands or buts about that uh no pun intended chris <laughs> i'm sorry so it seems like it seems like it's good and bad like most things in our crumbling society um there are people benefiting uh there are people that are just going out and having more fun than usual which obviously we applaud and then there's brand there's brands absolutely grasping at straws to make uh running shoes in rainbow colors <laughs> so you know it's 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 yes you know you, you you win some you lose some but overall it's probably a net positive i noticed that your friends over at the real real changed their logo to a, a rainbow pattern shout out to our friend of the show and, and previous guest shamir who said that I have to send <laughs> have to send him a free T-shirt because it's Pride Month and Shamir? I'm still waiting to hear back to see if uh, if UPS is going to give free shipping for Pride. If we can get that worked out, then he said, uh, he said just send you know all your I, sizes. You know I cannot buy this during Gay Pride Month. <laughs> I cannot give you two straight men money during Gay Pride Month, which I thought was mm-hmm. maybe one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Big big shammy, uh, yeah, absolute absolute legend oh yes yeah for, so for all of our um members of the lgbtq community of course whatever free merchandise uh you want we will send it to you of course you do have to pay for the shipping and uh because i know that gay people will never do that that means we're never we're gonna have to send out any free shirts <laughs> shipping is unfortunately not included and um jasonstamps.com account did get shut down for uh delinquency on payment i'm in between cards <laughs> the other one expired it has nothing to do with the lack of i'm funds. in between like, <laughs> i'm in between cards that, right i just now. have to switch it I have to switch it to the new one. It just came in. It's like coming in the mail in like two weeks. I love the idea of you on a date being like, oh, I'm I'm in between cards right now. (laughs) Like you're talking about jobs or places to stay. Chris, you you and I have an influencer dinner tonight, right? At the Gia House. That's right. We do have an influencer dinner at the Gia House from our Canadian Canadian slash... Egyptian friends at Cotton. Those guys know they're Cotton. I'll be there, you know, with bells on. I can't wait to enjoy some delicious vittles. Hopefully, uh, they did check on dietary restrictions. I'll let them know that I'm both paleo, vegan, gluten-free, not really kind of trying to have much caffeine right now. So we'll see what we'll see what they're able to do with that. Uh, yeah. Whereas I said I'm kind of not doing water this month. <laughs> also, shout out to everyone in the low key don't drink water community. 
A lot of heavy hitters are coming out of the woodworks and showing their support for for the movement. This is feeling this is this is feeling like this is feeling like it's going to turn into write love on her arms if I don't kind of <laughs> step in now. So I just want to make I just want to make sure there's no merch being made behind my back or there's no or any sort of meetups <laughs> like I don't want an AA style meeting for water addicts. So like like Hannah Hannah Goldfield, food <laughs> critic for the, for the New Yorker, she said I also do not drink water. I drink when I'm thirsty. I hydrate through fruit and vegetables. Maybe a glass of water a day. Fit as a fiddle. Congratulations. Not- uh, friend of the show and, and wise, wise podcast guest, Dave Coggins. Uh, uh, he said he said a man should only drink water in private. <laughs> well, that's because... And that, that kind of distills, pardon the pun... The ethos of the message, which is like, obviously, we have to drink water. I'm not a fucking this, idiot. This distills is a good choice of word because he drinks gin instead, and I think that's maybe <laughs> yes, why. Yes, I think yes. that's maybe why it is also clear. And especially if you if you choose the Hendrix Neptunia edition, <laughs> there is a lot of some of that sea water in there. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So you are getting a little bit of water, but look, I'm glad that you found a home online and a community to build with, and I can't wait mm-hmm. to get an invite to the Facebook group um, just to kind of check out what's going on there when you guys are kind of doing your anti-water protests at local grocery stores yeah for our older listeners who are familiar with uh, married with children the the classic no ma'am support <laughs> group for uh hating women That's this right. is a, this That's is a right. no sip kind of situation mm-hmm. sipping no. is sipping and water in general is is for losers that's fine all right we do have a guest say but before we get to that uh we did announce the the official announcement of our uh, Tribeca Film Festival show, mm-hmm. uh, "Baby's All Right," uh, Sunday, June twelfth. It's a it's what a, a beautiful poster. It's a matinee. Sam Jane snapped on the poster. A lot of people saying print those, and I'm saying you know we're not trying to do the six color screen print poster right now, uh, but we will get there. Uh, tickets are available on the Tribeca uh, Film Festival website. Uh, Eli Kessler will be joining us for some exploratory and extremely cool percussion. I think Brooklyn. I heard Brooklyn's coming back. Yeah, sure. It is. Well, and the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs did put out a new song, and it's pretty good. So Williamsburg is <laughs> Williamsburg is back. We do have a guest today, and Jason, you know, I'll let you kind of because this is this is a guy from your planet a little bit more than mine. Mm-hmm. I don't know where his where he stands on water, but I know he's a kind of a a, a move maker uh, in the in the food and beverage community. Yeah, Andy Andy Baragani. He's a chef, cookbook author. He was at Bon Appetit for a long time. Became uh, a very uh, well-known and fan favorite character on their on their YouTube channel, which mm. I think never had any problems at all. Right? No, no, the YouTube smooth sailing. He abandoned ship like a smart man. I know he's from the the Yay area. <laughs> Cut his teeth, I think, at Chez Panisse as a high school. Oh wow! Student. Oh wow! This guy's advanced. This guy's advanced. When I was in high school, yeah. I was wearing cargo shorts and uh, taking naps in the back of a dry cleaners where I worked. Mm-hmm. And he w- and he was peeling onions for no <laughs> money. <laughs> because uh, because he loves the game. It's called a fucking internship, and he continued that at Condé Nast. God bless him. Um, <laughs> and there's a there's a new book in stores, correct? Yeah, he's got a new book. It just came out. I think I think it's called The Food You Want to Eat or something like that. The Food You Want to Cook. Andy's uh, Andy's here right now, and he's on mute, and he's probably judging us. It's interesting. It's interesting, Andy, because yeah, you can't say anything to us right now. But it's interesting that even though I don't cook and find cooking to be stinky. <laughs> Um, Jason, neither Jason nor I received a copy of this book before the show. So we'll, we'll follow up with your publisher about that. Hey, Jason, we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. 
you're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance, located near you, maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash howlong and download ZocDoc for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash howlong. ZocDoc.com slash howlong. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step (laughs) to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. The best way to learn a language? Immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way, and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so, and they have a very unique language. And I will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so I can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel.
I feel like I need to take my shirt off now. Now that uh, Jason is, let's get you out of that tight shirt, Andy. Come on. <laughs> Where are you in a hotel room? It looks like you're in kind of a nice Best Western somewhere. Oh, it's definitely certainly it, it's it's not a nice hotel room. I'll say that much. I'm in San Francisco, and I don't know. It's Andy. It's, are you getting a lot of Kim, Kimpton points on this room, though? At least I am. I'm all about the point system. I'm, I'm trying to set my mic up. So I'll stop dropping these beautiful zingers until you. <laughs> Until you're ready to go. <laughs> don't waste this A material, Jason. I don't want to burn it. My plant's coming in over there, Chris. You see it? Remember, I was shamed by Allison Roman by saying my plant was dying. And now I water. I give it like more water than Chris drinks. And it's finally starting to look alive. You're in uh, San Francisco, uh, America's uh, best war zone. How's it going over there? Oh, you know, it's changed a lot since I was coming here and then <laughs> fucking around and going to punk shows and doing Lord knows what that I can't say. Actually, I should say, because I don't think my parents are going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> That's right. Your parents, your parents aren't worried about you doing Coke at Gelman. They, they kind of Gilman street. They already know. No, of. no, it was a great, a great American musical. That's uh, RIP. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. So your parents would listen to some other podcasts you've done on this press tour, perhaps, but not this one. I'd like to know why Andy. Oh no, they probably will. They, they they'll, they'll find out. I mean, my, my mom has a way of finding out every single thing that I've been a part of or any kind of news. I mean, her Instagram at this very moment, God bless her. I love her. She, it is just a grid of my book covers. And I don't know what she thinks if that's like a smart marketing plan, but I love her. Do you think, do you think your mom hired a social media intern to kind of help with the well, rollout? The truth is, I think she has maybe 40 followers and I want to tell her mom, like those 40 followers have already bought the book. Like we gotta, we gotta like change <laughs> sure. their family members, their family members. They, they had no choice. Her son wrote a fucking cookbook and it's, and it's probably going to be a bestseller. You're, you know, like, yeah. of course she's proud. Actually, you know, I've been a, I've been a bit of a mess. I'll admit because I just found out that I just made. Uh, the New York Times bestseller number six. So I'm like, <laughs> damn, those those pre-sales must have really hit. I hope you're going to celebrate with some natural orange wine tonight, Andy. Oh, hardcore, <laughs> and maybe and, and a few cigarettes, maybe. Andy, Andy, what's your what's your sig brand before we get into it? So it was originally a Marlboro 27s, and I think at the, this point in my life, that's I'm, an ultimate I'm, thought I'm, cigarette. I'm I'm, I'm I'm a, I'm a par- Parliament Lights. When, oh when really, wow! When I have those days, I, I go with Parliament Lights. I know I'm I'm not a, I'm not American Spirit. I'm like, Fine. and you'll never see me smoking. I go to a corner and I, I, I chain smoke for, for an hour and then I come back. The parliament, <laughs> I'm wondering if the parliament could make a return because obviously that was the cigarette, the most popular cigarette of our year. Yeah. I'm, see, I'm seeing it come back. And it was also a very San Francisco cigarette as well. If very San Francisco for sure. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't, so. I didn't realize it was tied geographically to the yay area oh no it's there there are regional cigarettes i thought you guys were aware of this <laughs> yeah i'm aware of this i'm from this i pay from, attention to most cigarette trends yeah. i'm from the south so i feel like winston you know what i mean there might be some other low rent cigs that have winston a, and marlboro reds marlboro reds for sure that feels like the same. Mar- you know i've never smoked marlboro are they really that harsh is it really that fucked up yeah terrible i mean <laughs> terrible i mean i'm telling you like i i have had like a lot of things in my mouth but the cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> hey, knock me out. <laughs> Those ones, huh? Chris. You know when you when you get a when you get a bag and it's just like the worst cocaine you've ever snorted. Yes, and it's just it it hurts going down the tube. It's kind of like that. You're yeah. like, oh, what am I doing? You still finish it, of course. You finish the bag and the cigarette. As long as you finish, it, at least you don't have to do it off the back of a toilet seat. You know what I mean? You can kind of do it in public. You can <laughs> you do it anywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, you can do it anywhere. It's not. It's accepted. So 
You're in San Francisco, or do you have a book event tonight? I do have a book event tonight. I've had a, I've been here since last Friday, and I'm here until I leave Saturday, and I'm off to L.A., your, your town. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But... Uh, uh, no, yeah, I have an event tonight, tomorrow. Uh, it's been it's been go go go. Very little sleep, but I'm I'm happy to be here. So you've been in this hotel room all week. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, that's cool. I clean it up just for for the two of you. Wow, that's okay. So so <laughs> you have a lot of lamps too, Andy. Yeah, there's a lighting. I'm very particular about uh, interiors, and I will say this one it gets a gets a one for me. I'm so. surprised you didn't. You know, <laughs> if you're a real pro, you'd have asked them to kind of remove the unsightly art because it was fucking up your process. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's like when I check into when I check into a hotel, I have to tell them to remove all the uh, drugs and alcohol. Clean out the mini bar. Clean out the mini bar yeah. because I want to feel like a sober celebrity, even though I'm just a sober podcaster. Yeah. But moving art, moving art, I've definitely taken stuff off the walls and kind of put it in a closet. Really? But the kind of place you're in right now, Andy, that might be secured by multiple. <laughs> Kind of, you might oh, not yeah, be able to sure. I won't be theory. able to. Oh no, no, it is very much. It's it's heavily sealed. I think um, I'll move around furniture. That's for sure. I've done that a lot. But um, I moved this around. I moved the desk. The really the chair. Were you, around, now, will you do? Will you do that yourself, or were you asked for maybe a nice bellhop to come assist you? No, I checked out the bellhoppers. They're not. They're not. A, they're not. A, they, didn't the, they didn't have the. They didn't have enough core strength according to your guidelines. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those guys. Hey, can you lift your shirt up for? Uh, you're not. Yeah, this isn't gonna. This isn't gonna work. <laughs> my Andy, my life partner is very sensitive and in tune to interiors, and and I'm, I'm talking about Chris, but also yes. my my fiance as well. And and her biggest thing is like lighting. Oh, yeah. Like if mm. the lighting is off, it's like her her signals are scrambled. You know, she just she's just like Ugh, like she can't do anything until the lighting's right. Are you, what what is your interior hang up? Well, I'll say, uh, definitely lighting is a big issue. I think just the layout. I my partner's in design. He's been in design for many many years. He uh, he worked at Architectural Digest, and, and now he kind of left and worked on the brand side. So. If I'm bad, he is like a whole other level and we will just start putting things away. Truthfully, we're pretty good with what hotels we go to. But San Francisco, I have to say, I've been coming here for years and staying at hotels. It's always just a crapshoot. I've, I've stayed at some mm-hmm. some ones that are supposed to be really nice, but yeah, it's been rough. I'll say that. Jason and I experienced this on tour because I stayed at the Fairmont mm-hmm. because I wanted that old school This is vibe. the Fairmont. This yeah. is the Fairmont. It's a, and it's it's you get the old school vibe, but unfortunately, it's shitty old school vibe. All right, let's just go there. All right, the exterior—it's <laughs> like the shining. The exterior is amazing. The exterior it's is amazing. It's amazing. You, you go up, you're in Knob Hill. The views are amazing. The views are great. The lobby, like you know, a little dated, but all right, mm. sure, why not? <laughs> And then you go into your room and it's like, oh fuck, this is a Marriott. Like yeah. this is like <laughs> it's a big Marriott. I had a decent bathroom. It was it was also could use an update, but it was large and in charge. There was a soaking tub. Yeah, I have that too. I got that too. I got that. Okay, guys. Okay, what room number are you in? But I, I feel like I was in like an auxiliary tower. So it took me like an hour to walk. Jason came because we recorded in that room, and it took it took mm-hmm. like. It was a stroll to get. I needed a golf cart, Coachella style, to get to my room. I'm schwitzing. I went and I got a, a cup of coffee before this uh, this call. And like I'm telling you, from the lobby to the, my room, it's like a mile and a half. It's it's a, it's a hike. Get our steps in, girls. I will say, if you want to pump before your book event, the gym is quite nice. They charge you for it, but it's like a separate business, and it's very well appointed. They were about to charge me for the Wi-Fi, and I was very, <laughs> very confused. I'm like. 
I think I even I, I was, what year is it? And also, like this is San Francisco. It's like I have to pay for Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi is in the trees. Yeah, Wi-Fi yeah. is in the trees. That's yeah. that's not. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's an unfortunate. But Jason stayed in like a cool new hotel, and it was shitty for different reasons. He, I I stayed at the at the proper hotel, which is which is more modern and nice, but it was in the middle of the tenderloin. Yeah. So there, like the people, the the bellhop was like. Don't like go outside. Yeah. When you stay here, that always is really welcoming. Don't like go out alone. <laughs> I stayed there last time, and I, it, I mean, I think all the propers they do it, they do a really great job. Yeah. The the rooms there are tiny though, mm-hmm. really tiny. As definitely, a definitely. professional um, food creator and cookbook author, <laughs> what is your go to? You know, because when I was at the Fairmont. They thought it was 2020 and they wouldn't deliver room service. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, that's that's closed. So what is your... What, but that was COVID. That was COVID. Uh, do you... Um, do you Are you a good... Are you like a turkey club guy and some french fries? <laughs> or are you a, that's just a Pomodoro and a water? No way. If I'm ever doing room service, it's going to be like a BLT. I think you can't screw that up. And I'll, uh, I'll ask for the mayonnaise on the side. Uh, bread toasted, mm. but like a BLT, you can't really mess up some salt. Why do you do mayonnaise on the side? Just so I, the, the you, bread stays crunchy. The bread stays crunchy, and so like you know, because who knows when they're assembling it. And so I thought, like, I'll I'll layer on the mayonnaise on my own. The mayonnaise creates a moisture barrier from the tomato into the bread, though. Andy, it's something <laughs> to consider. That is true. <laughs> that That, it is considered i think uh in a big bottle of seltzer and i don't know maybe a cookie and call it a night i think cookie is a good call but i i agree i think the assembly it's it's undocumented you know when that's actually happening jason you make a great point thank you for kind of taking it down to a food science level for us that's kind of where my head always goes you guys are more into a feeling and i'm more of scientifically minded that's why we make such a great very clear trio in the back of house (laughs) you know jason you know that we've established i'm a front of house shorty we know that Mm -hmm. i'm kind of I'm making sure the room dances. I'm getting people the right table. I'm intermingling. I'm sending champagne. Obviously, Chris is moving the caviar supplement, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, plus, <I'm> very- plus. <laughs> oh, just a glass? You don't want a bottle? Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I, I, I don't like to show them the champagne prices. I just want to ask them if they want, want a it. glass. That's kind of something. That's kind of something I learned from the good it's folks so over good, at, isn't it? at Mr. Chow. Uh, they start. Mr. Chow started showing how much the champagne costs. And I called the waiter a sellout, and he didn't. I don't think he got it. <laughs> I don't think he understood that joke. Yeah, yeah, lie to me, menu. So, uh, Andy, you've been doing a lot of press this month for your book. I'm assuming. Yes, it's been go go interviews, go. podcasts, all the things, all kinds of shit. Yeah. How? Uh, what has been your like most favorite? interview or piece of content you've done and what has been your least favorite well i don't know this is pretty much coming up as my favorite i've been able to talk about uh, hotel rooms and dicks and drugs so i don't like this is this is coming up uh-huh. that's what we that's what we do over here how long think, gone baby don't forget only 10 minutes in too andy <laughs> uh, no i i i feel very lucky it's been there's been i'm grateful not to get uh too too sweet, but I've been. Oh, I'm not asking you to get sweet, Andy. I'm asking you to name your favorite and your least favorite interview. Have you done any funny? Have you have you done any funny like local morning TV or anything yet? That's when it gets spicy. Good day, Indianapolis. I I, I yeah. think I'm doing some local TV in LA, uh, and I'll do some in New York when I go back in New York. I mean, Good Morning America was very. If, if that was like, bro, you did good. Lot, you did uh, Good Morning on. America. 
Yeah, I was there last week. George, George and I, we had a little romance. You should have seen. He was locking eyes on me. I was locking eyes on him. Yeah, I didn't know you were into short guys, but that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I didn't know you were in an open relationship. <laughs> what is the so you go and get what time you have to be there? Five, seven in the morning. Okay, seven's not that bad. Not too so, bad. Not too bad. So, what did you wear? Was this like something you labored over, or were you kind of like, I'm going to wear a t-shirt. I'm going to keep it cash. Did Bodie make something custom for this? <laughs> <laughs> I already am like I'm waiting. Uh, I'm trying to try to wear something from Bodie for some kind of a bed. Of course, honestly, for Good Morning America, I'm like I wanted to wear like a t-shirt, and my mom, of course, was like, "You better do it in the mom voice, please." <laughs> you better look good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she's getting the tuxedo pressed for you, and you're like, "That's a little much, mom." I am not someone who dresses up. I am happy to wear a t-shirt. You saw me with like a hat on. Mm-hmm. I am like a. I, 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 and I think now I'm realizing like I gotta probably put a collared shirt on. I gotta look a little bit presentable. I mean, your body's like a steak. All we need is a little Maldon on top. We don't need to over. Yeah. Don't put ketchup <laughs> little, on there. A little bit of flaky. Do not overdress this salad. No, no, no. Let the green speak for themselves. Okay, so you so simple. I mean, a clean white T-shirt, nice pair of trousers. You're good to go. Yeah, I, th- I think I wore some nice trousers and I wore like a little bit of like a, a button-down long sleeve collared shirt. And it ain't the Golden Globes. Yeah, it ain't the Golden Globes. And George. And you, you're saying George, like George, responded well to this. Oh yeah, I think I think George was into it for <laughs> sure. I mean, I was like looking for Robin. I mean, I'm very, I I love George, but like I was looking for Robin, and Michael's very much. Um, how do I say this? <laughs> My type. So I, I like, so I was like, all, all right. right. So, okay, I didn't know you were into ex NFL players. I, we, who is it? I should also make it very clear. I am deeply committed in a relationship, <laughs> and it is, and it is uh, monogamous. It's not a crime to look, Andy. It's not a crime to look. No. But also, and and I mean, obviously, we have a kind of a big NFL contingency that listens to this podcast. So I'm I'm glad you made that clarification. I want to make it very clear. I don't want them to come after us. Also, why are you both of you guys on first name basis with? With the hosts of Good Morning America. Do you guys watch the show? I mean, no shade. Because we're we're gay, bro. That's why. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why. That's why. What do you mean, yeah, dude? That's that's exactly it. <laughs> Copy that. Right away we get in with the first name. Easy. <laughs> I, I feel like it's part of the fabric of America, to be honest. I mean, I watched that my mom had that on the TV every morning as a kid. And mm. so even if obviously the hosts have changed somewhat over the years, but like I just know. I haven't watched it since I was probably in high school but i still just know i can't wait to send you guys my segment (laughs) (laughs) i can't wait did you cook something i did i feel like i was on for for they told me it was four and a half or five minutes long which feels like a long time for for live tv i made a two recipes from the book a big pasta with the big shells uh, spicy lamb sausage and pistachios and then a peach and blackberry crisp with like a cinnamon toast crunch topping. I know how I know how it goes. I'm more of a light overnight oats guy, but sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. for for when you when you're doing food for for Good Morning America, do you have to pick, or did they tell you like pick something that's a little more user friendly for the average? Did they, did they say did did, Karen did, 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 did they say this? straight up like let's keep it a little less ethnic, Chief? <laughs> 
we we want to have some less urban cuisine. Maybe stray away from the fessendum and maybe more. Do you guys have like a like a devil egg? Or I, I, I am just overwhelmed maybe? by all the kind of all the name droppings, and then you coming in, Jason, with the fessendum. Uh, they definitely had like uh, uh, su- suggested some recipes, and then I kind of I chose and pick uh, what made the most sense. But I also I I know the demographic. I like kind of sure each of my recipes. They have like a it's responsible for you to do that on yeah. TV, obviously. But I mean, I'm I'm happy to kind of make this in June privately at uh, one of your guys' home in LA soon. Okay, because that that dish does not that that is not a pretty dish. It's a delicious bowl of diarrhea every time. Yeah, exactly. like, Damn, I, I spent thirty seven dollars for this shit. I don't care how many pomegranate seeds. Are on top. <laughs> I, I'm seeing red from the pomegranate. I I would say that we we've talked a lot about Persian cuisine on this show because Jason has deep ties to the Persian community, and I actually had a former boss that was Persian and introduced me to the Persian community. I want to know your thoughts about it, about the people, the food, <laughs> safe space. I love all of it. Honestly, it's sick. <laughs> Everybody's rich. The food is pretty good. <laughs> like, everybody's got a Mercedes. It's, co- it's cool to... I don't... There's no downside I've seen so they, far. Yeah, they, they prioritize, like, Patron Silver and <laughs> dancing, dancing to, to high-energy trance music. You guys... Look, you guys are... Overall, you're a little bit hairy, but that's something I can look past. <laughs> definitely definitely a little bit hairy. I, I will admit, like, the L.A. Brie, and I have a lot of... Um, I know a lot of Iranians in LA. It's a it's a very specific kind of community versus, let's say, New York or something. Yeah, there was a whole there was up, a whole TV show about it. We watched. Don't worry. Yes, yes. I, I definitely grew up in the Bay and with uh, very very no money at all. I certainly we did not have a Benz or a BMW. Well, you're ri- like you're that. rich now, so it's fine. It's it's <laughs> like you, you, it takes time for people to get there. You know what I mean? It's a classic immigrant story, really. Yes, it's it's a journey. <laughs> I think your journey's been beautiful so far, Andy, and we're just getting started. Jason's. We've been offered a few. Per- Rostam has offered to cook us Persian food. You've offered to, you know, no one's actually followed through though. I'll make it, no, I make it happen. I'm, I, I, I like. I'm happy to actually go there. Now you just, you just give me, just invite me over, and I'll make it happen. I just need to have a kitchen because I don't have the space in LA. I got the kitchen. I have dried limes already in the house. I usually put Jason on the salad station, but he can do your shopping and kind of be the sous for you. It's no problem. <laughs> who's the Who's the better cook between the two of you? Oh no, that's a joke. I don't cook. Like I hate cooking. No. <laughs> He's never turned his oven on. Chris, Mm-mm. he believes that food being cooked in the house is too stinky. It's gross. He only keeps water and, and concentrated cold brew coffee in his We're house. fantasizing. I'm. This is a, obviously not going to happen because I cohabitate with my wonderful partner, but I'm, tr- I'm envisioning a kitchen renovation. Stick with me. No appliances. Only low boy hidden refrigerators. No oven. No stove top just cold for beverages so that so so when i hear all this that means you, you i'm sure you have a lot of opinions on restaurants then you must be going out and that's right all the time. i am and, <laughs> and i do have a lot of opinions because if he didn't he would die of starvation because all he has is a refrigerator full of water i just it's like it's like graphic design andy i've always been around people who are much better at it than me and have devoted their lives to it so i don't need to you know you just like fault to them yeah i have so many people in my life that are incredible like home cooks and i also love the fine art of dining in restaurants so i'm kind of i'm good even though i live in la where restaurants are kind of generally bad compared to new york it's been it's there's been some good changes though in the last like five years though for in la like i i'm always i feel like 
I've been going to LA a lot. And every time I go there, I'm like, there are so many restaurants I want to be trying and I, that I can't get to because of the damn traffic. The thing that I like about Persian culture is it, it feels like it's super, or it's like, to me, it seems like it's a culture that's run by the women and not the men. hundred percent. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent. I think they are very much the leaders of the house. They run the household. And uh, I mean, I, I love my dad, but my mom, what there's a, there's a, I'll never forget. It's like, I feel like the, the, the women are like the, the neck of the, of the human body and they control where the head goes. Like they're, they have full, full control. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I can, well, I can feel that from you since the, the, the amount of times you, your mom has told you what to do just on this book tour. She's well, the tricky thing is like, I'm a gay man and I left it to New York so early at 18. So she really tries to tell me what to do these days. And I have to be like, mom, like, it's never going to work. Like I am way too <laughs> like she's trying to set you up with a nice Persian girl from the neighborhood or just no. clothing wise. <laughs> oh no, she 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 knows. I like I have adopted more of like it's like goes back and forth with the kind of like my Iranianness and my Americanness mm. and I'm first generation and some some of the it's such a hospitable warm culture. And they suffocate you with love and food. Mm-hmm. She's trying to do the right thing. I feel like it's nice because because my mom listens to this podcast, which I would prefer that she didn't. Um, and <laughs> I think she's learned more about me through this than she could have ever any other way, which is interesting and modern and also like terrifying. Yeah, I th- I th- I'm hopeful. Like I I'm sure my mom's very proud of me, and I, I have no doubt she'll like. She loves the book. I don't know how many recipes she'll make from the book because she's a very good cook and she doesn't like following directions. I'm just waiting for her to like get to the passage where I compare persimmons to come. So like, I don't know where she like, I'm like this. So I'm sure she's, I'm waiting for her to be like, you're right. And so we don't, we don't talk. You go to your house and chapter 17 has been ripped out of the book. Yeah, that's gone. There's no, there's no persimmons have been redacted from her copy. Wait, is that, is that a real comparison? Persimmons and cum? Oh, for sure. Well, I think I, uh, I say on the lines of like, uh, uh, slice, slice one open and give it a whiff and, and, and uh, it it always has reminded me of uh, a certain male bodily fluid. Okay, so like the trees, the famous cum trees. Yeah. this is the, the the fruit that that is comparable. Yeah, I think if the the fuyu variety, the kind of more uh, crunchy variety, uh, mm-hmm. compared to the hachia, it's uh, it's always reminded me of that. And not to say that like oh, I, ha- I have like this, it's my favorite thing. But I don't. <laughs> are you know. saying that? Are you saying that? Did persimmons make you gay? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> No, no, no. Persimmons did not make him gay. They just made him into a slut. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay, yes. I can't. I see. You know, That's... I've never noticed that with a persimmon. I need to slice one open. What about when you do the when you dry them out and hang them from a string for a for a bone app cover? What does it smell like? Old cum? Different kind of uh, different kind of smell. <laughs> How did you approach the food the, the photography for your book? Because I find that that sometimes food photography is a little maximal. I have to say, did you really not get a copy of the book? No, but I've seen it online. Everybody knows not to send me cookbooks because they know <laughs> I'm going to give it as a gift. You know what I mean? That's fine. I'm going to make sure you do. I'm going to. I'm going to make sure you to get a copy, and you can give it as a gift. Don't worry. I won't. Uh, I won't personalize it, or maybe I will, and so you can't give it away. If, because I know you now, I will. I like a personalized copy for my library. Uh, it's kind of my life's work, so I would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I just mean because because you did Bone App for so long, and Bone App is like to me the 
triple OG of the like we're filling every inch of this fucking square with yeah. stuff and it's colorful. You know what I mean? So I definitely I was very, very, very aware of how I wanted to approach the photography. I knew uh, what photographers I wanted to work with. I would work with them on my very first Bone App story and, and many other uh, stories, uh, Michael Gritter and Nicole Harriet. Um, and there's been a kind of renaissance in cookbooks the last five years. And I do think this kind of maximalist trend has taken place. And I think it's great and it works. And there's there's a range of cookbooks and styles. But I knew that with this book, I wanted you to be able to pick it up now or five years from now or 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And it kind of more has a timeless feel rather than being so kind of trendy. Uh, so I kind of stripped it down. And there's definitely more of a, not just in the photography, but also the design. And and uh, yeah. I've always kind of, even when I, when I was working in magazines, I was always like down with the photo and art team because I was so obsessive about it. And they're like, you don't belong here. I'm like, I don't (laughs) fuck. Like I want to be involved. I want to, I want to learn. And so I think there was definitely a learning purple just with uh, the photo and design, but uh, my creative team, they were, they're so incredible. And I knew that just with the kind of props and tableware and tabletops, I knew that I wanted to kind of bring in a lot of my own stuff. This tablescaping, I tell you what, man, (laughs) I, you can't log on to Instagram without seeing somebody's fucking charcuterie board with too much shit. You know what? These people people are wasting food (laughs) and I don't understand how they're getting away with this. There's no way you're eating all that. There's no fucking way you're eating $500 worth of cheese. (laughs) There's just no fucking way. I don't care how many people you have over. I see your oysters. I see your raw bar. Maybe people are kind of grazing more there because it's a high-end mm-hmm. product obviously yeah but i just i there was a time i feel like it was last summer where it was just like guys what are we doing here like why why is this like what what is the appeal of that and is it to show that you're rich <laughs> is it to show that your mm-hmm. your bounty is spilling onto your table i don't understand like unless it's just like a visual thing which is very possible no i do th- i do think there's this trend of like kind of almost and i don't know if it's like now that we're kind of coming out of our homes and there's this over the topness that it never has been very appealing for me i think it's a i'd rather be a little bit more thoughtful, I guess, in the way I'm kind of putting food out. And I do think food waste is a big issue not to get too political, but like, I was joking. I don't care about food waste, but it just seemed, it seemed like like a problem here. I I don't, I'm good, but sure. Um, As like Persian food kind of continues to rise, Mm. restaurants opening up, doing their modern takes on it. You know, people like me are doing my little sumac thingies, um, you know, and, (laughs) And as as your food is sort of continuing to grow and also kind of be bastardized at the same time, like what are some what are some things that you'd like to see happen as as Persian food progresses and, and some things you'd like to leave in the past? You know, I get this question all the time of like, oh, where do you go and eat Persian food? And the truth is like, well, I don't really eat. I'm not asking you that. No, what are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm asking, you know, for like every time there's like a new kismet or something like that of like some. When white chicks steal your swag, does that make you mad? Is basically what he's asking. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. You can just ask me. Try to... <laughs> That's not exactly what I was asking. That was part of it, though. <laughs> okay. The, the, oh, well, that's, a, that's a big one. I would say. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think I think if you're wanting to open, I'll just speak for Persian food. If you're trying to open up a Persian restaurant and you're not Persian, like do your research and also like consult with someone who actually knows that food and have an understanding of it. Mm-hmm. So, so how many Persians does Jason have to sleep with before he opens a Persian restaurant? Is what he's asking. 
Basically one and a half. Otherwise, okay, you're, okay. you're good to go. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> one and a half. Money. That's fine. That's we're, fine. we're concentrated. We're, we're potent. So you don't need I to open up a franchise now. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason, <laughs> Jason, we're up with Southern California. We're taking over. <laughs> Brother. Doing the research is one thing, but what are the what are the most co-opt co-opted dishes? Like, what's the go-to like? crossover persian dish i need some education i think uh a version of maybe fest in june uh, like jason was saying which is the pomegranate walnut stew or uh cuckoo seems to be like popping up which is an egg based dish with a ton of herbs and turmeric so there's certain things that do transit easily there's obviously a lot of kebab houses and i think that's the thing i just am tired of seeing because that's just scratching the surface it's it's there's so many amazing dishes that have that are not kebabs mm. uh but you just never see it because people just think that that's going to be the best selling thing oh well look we can't we're not going to stop the popularity of street food on this podcast but <laughs> you know we can try god damn it we can try well persian food's a lot of stews so it's not not a ton of street food other than a kebab or something like that with some love well a, st- a stew a stew is it's hard that's probably last on my list of things yeah I it's, 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 yeah actually we've talked about this before we think that eating soup or stew as your main course is a female trait how do you feel about that andy wow Oof, i'm gonna stay away from that one come on say- i'm being such a <laughs> pussy andy i'll say this i'll say this i fucking love soup a soup and i dedicated a whole fucking chapter on soup so i'm a huge look i'm a soup lover as well but i'm saying are you happy with eating a bowl of soup for dinner as your main course never 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 never. okay so you do agree that it is a female trait i'll never have soup for dinner it's part of my meal Mm -hmm. but stew i feel differently because there's so many stews in in persian uh, cuisine but you don't just eat the stew. You eat the stew over rice mm-hmm. and you eat it with the herbs and you eat it with bread and yogurt. So it's like a whole kind of, you have a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. So a stew is not just a stew in Persian food. You got all these other things going, mm-hmm. but I will never have like just a soup. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm a big eater. Yeah, soup to me is hot chick trying to lose weight food. That's what <laughs> soup is. It's and I you know, I, I just don't it's it's hot water to me. You know what I mean? Obviously there's heartier obviously there's heartier versions and more flavorful versions, but I just that doesn't jump out at me on a menu. I've never thought to order it. I'm gonna make sure I don't ever make you a stew or a soup or anything with like hot liquid ever again. I'm gonna give you cold, crunchy feeling mm-hmm. things. But would you eat but I mean, you know, like a oh man, I miss the days of a nice cereal for dinner. Oh, that's now that's a bowl I can get behind. Cereal for dinner? This sounds like Oxycontin talking. It could be. It could be the Oxys. C- cereal is a <laughs> snack to me. I'm, I'm never eating cereal for breakfast, but like I'll have cereal for a snack. Usually I'd like if I'm coming home late or something like that. Like instead of pizza, instead of pizza, you would have a, a, a bowl of cereal. Yes, exactly. I've, I used to do that too. I used to do that too. Try sobriety. You'll never do it again. But I used to do that. <laughs> I used to do that all the time. I would come home. Be a little, be fucked up, and I for I like didn't want to stop and get pizza. There's a line or whatever. Yeah, I of course have some uh, Khalifa brand almond milk in the fridge with some delicious uh, Kashi cereals. Crack open a Kashi Goline. Oh baby, oh, oh, yeah, oh, bowl after bowl. Sprinkle some salt in there. Sprinkle some salt in there. Oh Andy, not the flakes. Don't don't chef. Don't chef my cereal, okay? I'm a working class man who just wants a nice heaping bowl of cereal. I just get a, a big bowl of cinnamon toast crunch, a little MSG, a little and a little bonito kind of at the end, and it comes alive. I fin- I, fi- I finish my Captain Crunch with bonito. <laughs> I uh, I also feel like pizza is 
Not a meal. It's a snack. Not the mm. way. Not the way I eat it, big dog. Not the way I eat it. <laughs> I feel like I need like something. Oh, you know what? It might be a meal, but then I'm going to be hungry the next hour. I always find that. I'm never. Well, for, I'm never. First like, of all, food. let me put you on to eating more. Second of all, the, <laughs> the problem is that most pizza places don't have great salads yeah, and true. i think it's something i think mm-hmm. it's something they're missing because nothing would be better than a selection of great fresh salads with a selection of pies i got that jason's had to make salads to accompany the pies because they're just not available <laughs> i have to go get his special arugula from cookbook or else he's gonna be in one of his moods <laughs> well, well speaking of speaking of that um in, in terms of eating and restricting and you know, staying in shape, Andy. You have a you have a a good workout plan. You're in shape. Wow, I love how you figure. You think that I'm so consistent with my workout, but uh, well, you have you have a good looking body, and you seem to eat a lot of food. I'm assuming you eat a lot of food because it's it's part of your job. Yeah, I do definitely. Chris and I eat a lot of food too, kind of. I guess I maybe more me than him, but we we kind of have to set up like guardrails, rules, restrictions. Mm-hmm. Like I usually don't eat breakfast if I you know lunch is sometimes or a smoothie instead you know so what what kind of guardrails or rules do you use to like maintain your um your snatched little waist and your mm-hmm. wet little bod i uh i try to limit my fruit intake i know that sounds silly but like i i try to limit my sugar intake period and i think it's so easy to i'm not going to be eating dessert or ice cream every day i don't do that but even fruit i find like and i'm I won't call him, I shouldn't call him out, but like my partner loves fruit and he could eat fruit, so much fruit every day. And I'm like, this is not good for you. Like You're calling him out for eating fruit sometimes? That's not a call out. (laughs) Too much. So so you can pull the receipts and see all the frozen blueberries in in, in the fridge? Okay, so your partner eats too much fruit and that's why he's 600 pounds? No, no, he still, he looks pretty good. He still looks pretty good. Uh, I limit my fruit and I I limit my dairy. Fuck dairy. I don't eat too much dairy. dairy. Nobody needs dairy. Jason's a big dairy guy. He wants the whole milk. I I love dairy. I just know that it's going to fuck me up for like for days. That's why you push through. It's like, it's like eating edibles, Andy. You ever had edible marijuana before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs) So some people, they eat an edible and they like get paranoid. They freak out. You stick with it. It's the same thing with dairy. You teach your body, hey, you know what? I'm going to be eating dairy every day. And your body kind of gets in line. That's my relationship with Jason. I've just had to push through. I just, you know, it's it's like a tall glass of milk. It hurts, but then finally my bones are growing. Yeah, it's like I gotta I don't want to be pushing through all that shit out of my body either, though. <laughs> it's worth it for the mouthfeel. What is your workout routine? Are you hitting berries? Are you a soul cycle chick? Or? I I I was I was a CrossFit person. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I was. Not anymore. I will I would hope to I will go back hopefully when I have like a So you were hitting the box. Do you bring the monster truck tire with you on when you travel? Is it yeah the whole you? thing wherever I go? Bring it on the plane. I check it in. Sometimes they'll let he me wheels uh, it down during <laughs> Terminal Four. Okay, but it's just easy for me to for to for to go check out, and I just am like told what to do for an hour. I think like the gym, I just end up I don't know, I get distracted. Yes, for somebody like you who's now your own you know personality, and you have things going on, and you're making decisions, and you're doing a lot. You know, people need to be told what to do sometimes. Yeah, I, I don't mind that at all. I f- in a gym setting, in a bedroom setting. Yeah, no, I'm I'm very open to the experimentation these days. <laughs> 
Okay. Okay. Right, well, we'll get we'll get you on the assault bike and see how you like it. You know what I mean? I, uh, you know. I hate the fucking bikes, though. That's the only thing. It drives me nuts. I hate the bikes too, but unfortunately, it's part of part of what we have to do. Andy, on the on the internet, do you have? Are there like Andy haters, or do you have mostly like a, a loving fan base? Oh no, I'm sure. I, I'm sure there are. They are out there. They just haven't mobilized and vocalized. Thank yet. you for using the correct pronoun. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, but but and and you know they exist. I'm not going to try to fight them. I have no desire to engage with them. Okay, but but you but you have seen it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I was I was okay. definitely. I'm 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 aware of it. Uh, maybe less so now. I just I can't even. Once you're on the bestseller list, you're too popping. You know, you're the, too the popping. haters hit differently. You're too popping. The haters hit yeah, it's it's. I think like you know. I think a lot of us, in some shape or form, social not in our lives. Like we've been we've all been around people who maybe don't care for us and i think like i've learned i don't need to go to that place i don't need to be engaging because once you're there it's like if someone already has this mindset of you it's like it's so much it's unnecessary to try to change their their uh their framework it's unnecessary but i mean like for people like chris and i where you know every day we're spouting our opinions on things it's very easy for us to amass people who disagree with us and want to let us know about that online but for you it seems like you've you got a, a pretty positive vision you know there's no real oh, yeah. reason for anyone to hate you i guess yeah you're blessing the world with these great recipes and- unless there's something that we <laughs> don't know about you andy <laughs> a more sin- a more sinister side no i don't i don't I, there's a there's a there's definitely something that happened a while back that i i should I, i'm very curious i've never brought it up but i should probably i'm very curious too mm-hmm. there's this fake meme out there like from i don't know when two years ago or three years ago that like family members and friends brought up to my attention, oh, but it was like a, a I think a a WhatsApp message, but I think it's like this again fake conversation about a <laughs> drug dealer talking to one of his clients, and and the clients is requesting like these designer drugs, and the drug dealer was like, only you and Annie Baragani request designer drugs, <laughs> and I'm like, and then it just and then it just like went all over. And on Twitter, and I'm not on Twitter, and I'm just like, I, I, I didn't care about it because I'm like, oh, this is obviously fake. Mm-hmm. But n- then so many people thought it was real. And I'm like, no, I got to tell you, one, I don't do drugs anymore. Two, I never did those drugs at all. So, but, um, <laughs> but it's crazy. People still sometimes have asked me like, have you seen this? And I'm like, yes. That's really good. Real. That's that's pretty funny and kind of harmless, except to your parents, of course. But it's like pretty yeah. funny. At least it wasn't like you owed a drug dealer money. At least you wanted no, you know, no, good no. quality <laughs> product. It could be worse. Yeah. It's a sign that you've made it. It's a sign that you made it. Well, you're, you're not on Twitter, but you are on Instagram. I saw you posted a story today where you it was like a little bingo card of different types of people. And you circled the one that says chaotic gay. Yeah, yeah. Do you? Do you? I don't really yeah. consider you a chaotic person, and I feel like the words like feral and unhinged and chaotic are being overused and exaggerated Burn too around. much. I think you're probably right. I wouldn't say I'm chaotic. Uh, maybe at this very moment, I'm a little bit chaotic because there's so much going on. But I think mm-hmm. generally, I think I've been like uh, I'm. If anything, I'm like very 
discipline <clears throat> and type A and like mm-hmm. I know my way. So maybe maybe not so chaotic regularly, but at this very moment, I I fucking feel like I'm all <laughs> over the place. I'm melt. I feel like my face is melting. <laughs> okay. Well, when when you're done with this press tour and we move up the from number six to number five to number four up the 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 bestseller list, climbing. Are we going to go to Greece for two weeks? Are we going to Italy? Where where are we going to decompress? Where are you going to do your Charlie XEX siesta in between tour days? <laughs> so I uh, I typically I feel like whenever I go my 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 partner I we love to travel and I feel like he's a little bit better at this where he we can he turns it off when we're traveling and I think on my end. I want to go to a city. I want to like keep busy. I want activities. I'm my not, man. I'm, my man. I'm not good at a beach vacation. I can't do that. It's very hard for me. Like that's because that's because you're an earner, Andy. <laughs> oh yeah, that's because yeah. you're I, an earner. I, I like the hustle. I want to keep going. I want to be on it. And I think I could do a beach for a day, maybe a two. But even those two days, like I gotta do something. I can't just lay down. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be on tour until like mid September, so it's gonna be pretty intense. I what? yeah, you're on yeah, tour yeah. till mid September. Yeah. I have events they really they really September. they really think this shit's gonna sell bro. they're, <laughs> playing with you. they're yeah. not playing yeah. september that's fucking crazy i didn't know people even did that anymore no when you how, how do you do how do you do in front of crowds when you do like a live q a book reading type of thing honestly i feel more the most comfortable doing that i feel very easy when there's like a crowd she loves a spotlight and there's people no it's just because i'm feeding off that energy you know i need to see people i want to be able to interact and i get their energy and i try to i give that energy back like i i love that i think i do better i think i prefer that than this whole kind of social media marketing promotion like that that it's very hard for me i think there's so many people who do a great job at it like that it does not come natural to me mm-hmm. i, I feel it's weird to have that barrier wait till you wait till you get to austin and that energy is you know <laughs> come on a little different <laughs> Just a li- you know what i mean a little like, different energy can be different you know what i'm saying no but that's that's a i'm just impressed because honestly i think that that really does sell books like I think it really does help, especially a cookbook. And I think that a lot of publishers have like cheaped out on that, you know, and could yeah. get away with it during COVID because like you couldn't do it. But I think that those events I mean we had Sloan on, she's doing it, obviously not as extensive, but I think that it's it's coming a Ryan O'Connell, I think it's like coming back a little bit, which is good. You know, it's a mix. Also like I'm th- I wanted to throw like a dance party. I wanted to kind of go a little mm. bit uh, not the traditional route. Well let me let me just say DJ Them Jeans is available for bookings. I kinda handle that stuff, so you just let me know if you'd okay. like to put the publisher in touch with Chris to discuss budgets and stuff like that. I'll make it yeah, out. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't want to <laughs> talk money with you. I think that would kind of like sully our friendship. So I'll just go straight to the top. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, what kind of what <laughs> What kind of music are you listening to, Andy? I don't think we know the musical side about you. Well, I should say, like, my my teenage years was very much spent at, like, uh, listening to Comeback Kid, Seisha. Like, it was a very... Wow, this is the... Congratulations. This is the first time Seisha has been mentioned on this podcast for the five people that get that Mi- ministry. I think I have my ministry shirt somewhere over here. Like oh. I was, a, I was a black nail polish. I, I had my mohawk. I was like a 
completely different. Damn, you're a, you're a true freak. Don't be confused by this uh, by this now. I, I definitely have that <laughs> that in me. So you still yeah. have a little bit of your dungeon darkness side to you. Uh, no, now I just listen to Jessica Simpson. Uh, <laughs> uh, That's what no, I no, thought. No, 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 smart, no. better that way. What's keeping you going on the road in the AirPod Pros? <sighs> Mazzy Star, Led Zeppelin, mm. Old Diana Ross, uh, uh, Prince. Uh, I will say I'm like bad with the kind of new music. I really should be better at it, but I feel like it is like work. I have to. I am not like that's because good about most of it. Most of it times. is bad. So you're probably most of it is bad. You're probably doing okay. You know. In your Persian family, were you the the uncle that plays guitar at the party, or was there somebody else that would do that? <laughs> I was not, but I definitely had a few uncles who played the setar. The setar, yeah. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. wow! <laughs> yeah, but I'll. Uh, I think I think I'm trying to find music that just like because I'm only listening for maybe forty minutes at a time or in transcendence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it needs to be calm. But Bjork, Sade. Mm. Uh, Dusty mm-hmm. Springfield. I'm like, I'm trying to like go off, Andy. This is I'm impressed. This is a I good mean, he, sampling. What did you think? What did you think? You thought I was just listening to what? Was there a stereotype that you thought? Or no, I didn't. I didn't think anything at all. Like it was. A, it was like when I thought of you and music, it was. It was like a blank page. I don't know if I've ever heard you discuss yeah. it whatsoever. And I love to stereotype. Yeah. So the fact that I didn't have one is a testament to your kind of your 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 place in the world. I think also like I I used to go out out a lot lot in new york but it was very much cocaine driven and less music driven are we ta- are we are we talking beatrice in era are we talking the jane era are we talking lit we're talking era? about the J- we're, we're talking about the jane era we're talking about the jane era which is very specific and like i was there fashion-y. oh yeah oh yeah and there's that but then there was also like queer lady fag mm-hmm. bushwick so there was like a, mm-hmm. a mix and um now I feel like because I really don't go out like that at all. It's just music that is it's so much from like the past or just classics that mm-hmm. uh, just easy. What about podcasts, Andy? Have you ever listened to this podcast? I've listened to this podcast. I, I mean, I was very, very surprised. No, I shouldn't say surprise. I was very happy to hear that you guys had Bill Addison on. <laughs> Bill was great. Bill was a great guest. Uh, yeah. Great guest. Yeah. yeah, Bill. Bill's one of those guys. Hopefully, he's listening to this now. But like, I, there, I know that. I hope so too. I, I don't. I know that there's no way he would ever say yes if he didn't think that we were hot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, like if I didn't use my sexual powers on him, he would have never agreed to do the podcast. Oh, I have no doubt. I have. Uh, I, I think he finds both of you attractive. If I had to guess, I, I like. Um, like I'm, <laughs> I'm fine. I love to be exploited on my own program. I mean, I mean, that's part of the reason why I'm on. So it's like, let's be okay. Honest. Good. <laughs> yeah, uh, congratulations. No, you had a. Didn't you have Sue Chan on? No, we haven't had Sue Chan on, but she's a dear friend. I love. She's her. just part of. She's a part of our extended network. Yeah, um, she handles most of my culinary based influencer deals god bless her she's getting <laughs> she's getting the ball of dom this this christmas i'll tell you that <laughs> if jason if, if jason gets a mayo deal she's she's gonna get a nice a 12 pack i want to talk i want to hear like what are your go-to places in la you don't want to you don't want you don't want to know this from jason but go ahead <laughs> no 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 i mean we can i mean I live in Glendale, so I go to Rafi's okay. quite often. No wonder you love the Persian. I mean, for God's sakes, you're in Glendale. Of course you love mm-hmm. Persian food. Yeah, I mean, Rafi's is unfortunately the best Persian food in L.A. That's just how I feel. I've had all of them, and it ain't <laughs> close. That's how I feel. I've been to w- ro- Taste of Tehran and all this shit in, 
invest wood pales in comparison. The sandwiches at Atari are good, and the Osh is good there. Uh, I think I'd like to see more Osh happening in the world. Atari are good, yeah. So it's a beautiful soup. Otherwise, (laughs) you know, I I mostly cook at home. So it's it's Rafi's, In and Out, Del Taco. And then um, we go to SGV and eat like Chinese food and stuff out there. We do a lot of duck and then a lot of Korean food. I'm very into all that. Do you want to go to some fun restaurants where people are good looking <laughs> or do you want to eat good food? No, I, I mean, I, I want good food. That's first and foremost. I mean, I, oh, I, come I, on, I, man. I, Live I, a little. I, Jesus I, Christ. No, I, I, I know what the trendy <laughs> restaurants in LA are. That's I, and I, and I have been to them and they are good, but like, I'm, I feel like I want, I want just good food. Okay. Well, you guys, you guys can go, you guys can go on a nice little date an hour away to eat some food. That's fine. And it's going to upset your stomach. Chris, the San Vicente bungalows is an hour away from me. And that's a good point. That's a good point. That I, is I, some really bad food. I forget about the, the distance from you, but I just have no interest in driving to San Gabriel Valley to eat food that's going to make me feel like shit. I don't care how good it tastes. It's the process. It's just too, it's just too much. Your taste buds are too Caucasian to really appreciate that kind of stuff. Appreciate Bitch, it, it's yeah. not about appreciating it. It's about paying for it. Not financially, of course. It's very well priced. It's your body. Yeah. I just don't want to, I just don't want to feel bad. It's not worth it. Okay. It's not your Caucasian taste buds, your Caucasian digestive system, because I'm that, able to eat lots of different. That makes sense. Cuisines. Uh, and, and I feel I'm not just mad at, no, I just, think that i i just understand there are people that love that experience and want to go do that and that drives their life and they think it's so cool to talk about how they found this that's place. my travel chris yeah. that's my travel i'm all set bro i want to go to the place i like to travel with my mouth <laughs> open wide, wide open jason's done a lot of mouth traveling i can i can sure you've kind of seen the world uh with your mouth but yeah, I don't, you know, I want to go to places where the music is good, the people are hot, and the food is a seven. So have you been to horses? <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. Go to horses all the time. I would say the crowds, I would say the crowds, the hottest. The crowd's pretty hot. The crowd's hot. It's pretty hot. Yeah. I, you know, the places that I feel like Jason and I can relate on are Shintaro, which is like sushi, so and then yeah. Hoika, Hoi which is like Thai, which we used to go to all the time. Hoika. Oh, I haven't been there. Okay. It's really good for vegetarian for vegetarian time options. Yeah. Have you been to Found Oyster? Yeah, I've been to Found Oyster. I, I loved haven't. it the first time I went during COVID, and now the bloom is off the rose for me. Okay. I don't know why. All right. How do you feel about publicly talking shit on restaurants? Uh, I try. It's probably tough for you. It's, it's a little tough for me. I, I don't only because... Uh, it's so fucking hard for anybody who works at restaurants. See, it's fucking I'm, hard. See, I don't. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't back this. I don't back this. It's, All it's right, like tell how me. We, why? Well, I just think it's like this is this is the world we live in. If I can't say what I think about something like you're I, I, I like I understand what you're saying that restaurants need to make money, but like everybody needs to make money. And yeah. that doesn't stop people. You know, it's like. A record comes out and people are like shitting all over it. Like the people who still want to go see that band play are going to buy the tickets and go see. Oh no, I'm happy to tell you if I didn't have a good meal somewhere. But I think I, I I, I don't think I'll ever go as willing. Like, don't go here because. uh, But I'll definitely tell. I'll tell you if I don't have a good meal somewhere. I will say, like, um, for example, horses. I went. I happened to go there the first night they opened, and it was by totally by accident. And it fucking was amazing. I thought like the room, the all the mm-hmm. three different spaces. Mm-hmm. I knew about what the the April Bloomfield restaurant beforehand. Uh, I thought the service was good. I thought the food was great. 
Uh, I came back a second time, amazing. The third time, maybe because I had been there already twice before, I was like, oh, and it was a different room. I was like, oh, you know, I think I could take a break from this. I'm like, I, I don't think mm-hmm. may, maybe I mm-hmm. ordered wrong or something, but uh, I can take a break from yeah, it. No. And maybe I was just craving like a different No, different I think thing, the same but, thing happened to us. And also yeah. restaurants can evolve and dip down and like, oh, I don't know why I don't like it as much before. And it could be just like they change the GM or they change something else and, and it affects it differently or new staff or something. But you know, they come back and we had a thing where we were like, oh, I, don't, I can't go to horses anymore. I had a yeah. bad experience. And then we went again and it was it was wonderful. So so we're back. So I think it's good to criticize publicly. Just just make sure you have an open mind to come back and give it another try. Yeah. I just I just don't think restaurants should be immune. That's my thing. I think everything in this world gets criticized. And because it's hard to have a restaurant, that doesn't mean you get a, a pass. Uh, everything's hard. Doing this podcast is fucking hard. I gotta look at Jason with his shirt off. I gotta talk to your ass. <laughs> no one has a problem criticizing us in this podcast. And I'm gonna I'll talk shit about your little mom and pop restaurant. I don't give a shit. Luckily, this podcast has very good margins though. We yeah, have look, I, yeah, when if if Chris wants to fire me, he doesn't have to do three <laughs> written written write-ups and consult with the board. That's yeah, easy. Mm-hmm. We just we just cut each other. Yeah, it's tough. It's an easy text message. Yeah, it's an easy text message. It's great. It's great. Uh, no. Andy, thank you for joining us on How Long Gone. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. The book is everywhere, correct? The book is sold. You can buy it wherever books are sold. The Cook You Want to Be, Everyday Recipes and Press. Mm, the beautiful. Cook You Want to Be. Last question, Martin Potato Rolls. Are you boycotting or are you are you going to separate the art from the artist? Oh, do they do they hate the, the gays? It wasn't ah. necessarily a gay thing. They found out that the, the owner was donating money to like a conservative right-wing like pro-gun and uh anti-abortion ah. uh candidate in pennsylvania ken kenji lopez was posting about it all right and he's like yeah i'm bummed i got okay like- well tell kenji to tell kenji to stop ordering trash bags from amazon and we can talk i don't know who kenji is i have no idea oh, who this wow. person is. he's like a he's kind of like an alton brown like food science nerd but you guy. know i've said this but i've said this to you a million times on this podcast and i think this is true if we start going to the top of any company it ain't good no nowhere across the board across the board across the board martin's potato rolls is probably i would guess like a family-owned business to some extent and they're gonna keep it that way brother yeah and you got to choose your battles and luckily i don't eat a lot of bread so i'm kind of switzerland in this thing <laughs> i don't do rolls <laughs> yeah no rolls for me i just don't even touch no them. rolls don't even don't, touch don't let the rolls touch the table <laughs> or we're out of here tell your tell your life partner Andy, that this one of the biggest fruit distributors in the new york area Actually, the president has been donating to anti-gay, anti-trans communities, and maybe he will stop eating so many pineapples and and blueberries. (laughs) Put the fear of God into him. You know what, babe? The raspberry guy? The raspberry guy actually fucking hates us. So I'd like to appreciate you. Start with fruit at the highest glycemic index level and work your way down there. (laughs) (laughs) Just go down. <laughs> that's, that's good. I'm gonna that's start funny. doing that with a lot of different foods, and we'll see. We'll see where. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's, that's a yeah. new diet. It's the he'll have his eight pack uh, in time for Mykonos. Yeah, it's no problem. All right, Andy. Thank All right, you Andy. For thank us. you for for potting with us. We really appreciate it. And um, everyone, go buy the book. Thank, thank you so much. And then we'll see you in LA. We'll you yes, soon. I want to cook for you. 
Just Jason, not Chris. Chris, you're not gonna you're not gonna want to smell these things. Luckily, luckily for you, Andy, I am heading out of town. It's not planned. It's not to avoid you and your stinky little Persian food, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. Put up as Andy. Alright, <laughs> 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 